Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. Clark Kent, in an effort to secure an antidote to the brain-numbing potion given the members of the Metropolis University football team, has gone to the jungles of Central America, where a tribe of savage, head-hunting Indians known as the Narwhans are said to possess the antidote. On the advice of John Carter, manager of a rubber plantation, Kent hired a local white derelict known as Tango Pete to lead him to the Narwhan tribe. But that night, the head-hunting Indians attacked the plantation, captured one native worker, and with tom-toms beating and weird savage cries echoing through the jungle, closed in on the cottage where Kent, John Carter, and Tango Pete waited, armed with rifles. Behind the cottage, a hundred plantation workers are huddled in deadly fear of the approaching savages. On the screened porch, Kent, Carter, and Tango Pete peer into the darkness as the jungle drums beat out an eerie warning of doom. Listen. Keep a sharp lookout, Kent. There's no telling how many of the black beggars there are. Okay. Pete. Right here, Mr. Carter. I thought you were friendly with the now one. Pete, don't you know that chief? Oh, I knows him right enough. Chief Sanger's his name. But he ain't out there. How do you know he isn't? He don't move much, Chief Sanger don't. He's a bit on the old side, he is. Oh, dried up like a prune. No, he ain't out there. Isn't there anything that you can do to stop them? You heard me try. They want five heads, they says. Five heads to stick up on that blooming pole. Now, if I was you... Try talking to them again. Tell them we'll give them... Tell them we'll give them food and, and jewelry. I ain't gonna do no good. Well, try it. Why do I fire! fire! I'd shut them up at least temporarily. Go ahead, Pete. Food and jewelry. You got the white till he answers. What does that mean? It means, is we ready? Ready for what? To give him five heads, I types it. Offer them food and jewelry. Hurry, Pete. No one! Thunder! My outside! Blimey, I don't know how to cite jewelry in their blooming language. Listen. What does that mean, Pete? Five heads or nothing. All right. Tell them it's nothing. No. Wait, I've got a better idea. We'll give them five men. You can't do that, Carter. It's murder. Don't worry. I'm not giving them five men. We'll try working a route. Are you game to go out there with me? What's that, Pete? They wants to know what's holding up the works, as you might say. All right. Tell them we'll give them five men. Right, oh. I don't too much. What's your plan, Carter? Now, listen carefully. You, Pete, and I will go out to meet them with two of the native boys. Hold on a minute, Mr. Carter. I'm go, Pete. I ain't getting social with them now on Ed Hunters. 
Not on your life. And why not? It's my understanding that you are on friendly terms with an Awan tribe. Matter of fact, it's been rumored that you haven't been above supplying them with native victims. That's a lie. The rhino soul can prove it. I never turned no one over to them bloody even. How is it you can speak their language? I've always wondered about that. Oh, I picked it up doing a little trading with them. That's the truth. So help me. What sort of trading could you do with savage Indians except trading in human beings? Well, you've got no right to say that, Mr. Carter, you ain't. Oh, I wonder. At any rate, you're going out there with us, whether you like it or not. You're the only one who can speak their gibberish. What about you, Kent? I know I've got no business asking you to risk your life. I'll go but... along. As a matter of fact, I'd much rather tackle them alone. Don't be a fool, man. They've got blowguns and poison darts. All five of us will meet them, armed with the two rifles of the revolver I have in my office. Can you handle a rifle, Mr. Kent? I think so. You'll take the revolver, Pete. You can't give me no orders, Mr. Carter. I ain't going out there, I ain't. You'll do as I say. I'm running this rubber plantation, and I've put up with enough from you for a long time. I've closed my eyes to your petty thieveries and your lying and your dishonesty. It ain't true. It ain't true. Shut up. I'm giving the orders now, and I don't want any more talk. There it goes again. Probably got tired waiting. Tell them we're coming, Pete. I don't have to if I don't feel like Tell them we're coming or I'll put a bullet through your head. All right, I don't have to use them tactics, Mr. Carter. Did I like you? Never mind what's like me. Now, hurry up. I'm worrying you. What did they answer? I didn't sit. You're lying in your teeth. It doesn't matter now. I'll go back and get the two boys in the revolver. Keep an eye on him, Kent. I don't trust him. I'll be right back. What do you suppose got into Mr. Carter? It ain't a bit like him. It ain't ducking up this way. If you take my advice, bully boy, you'll wash your hands of this business. He's making a big mistake. He is a big mistake. Him no ones ain't no bloomin' beggars to mess with, they ain't. And yet you were willing to take me to their chief for five hundred dollars, a hundred of which I've already given you. Taking yet old chief Sanga in the daytime ain't meeting up with a bloomin' hundred of them at night. And there's something else you got to remember. We ain't going to be able to get that medicine you come down for if we antagonize the Nawans, we ain't. I'm sure Mr. Carter realizes that and has taken it into consideration. I wouldn't be too sure if I was you. He's looking to keep his head on his neck, he is, and that's the truth of it. He don't care a bit whether you get your medicine or not. You can take it from me. Why don't you stick with me, bully boy? Why don't you tell him... He ain't got no stomach for mixing with them now on. If we pull solid on both oars, he'll do the trick it will. He'll back water. And then what? You say there are a hundred of them out there, armed with blowguns and poison darts. They won't bother you and me. You got my word for it. We ain't exactly enemies, if you get what I mean. Yes, I think I do get what you mean. Well, how about it? This is my answer. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Leave me loose I now. think we'll put you to sleep for a while. Good night, Pete. Oh. Ah, it's much better. Now to deposit you in some safe, secluded place for the time being. Let's see now. Now, the back of that truck parked out front looks like it might do. Up with you, my bully boy. Open the screen door gently. There we are. Yes, that truck will do nicely. In you go. Now, I think it's high time Superman took over. I can probably handle those headhunters without any bloodshed, and as Pango Pete said, it doesn't pay to antagonize them. Uh-oh. I'd better duck behind the truck and get these city clothes off before Carter spots me. 
I think the Nawans would enjoy seeing me in full costume. There. That does it. Now let's see what savage headhunters look like from the air. Up! Up! And away! There they are. Hiding in the brush at the edge of the jungle. There's a lot more than a hundred. Some of them seem to be carrying spears. I'll drop a little lower. Down! Down! Yes, a few of them have spears. Probably with poison tips. Uh, they're certainly bloodthirsty-looking creatures. All painted up with bones stuck through their nostrils. I no wonder Pete didn't want to meet them in the dark. I said he didn't. They're enough to frighten anybody. What would happen, I wonder, if I just dropped down in the middle of them? No, I don't think that's so smart. Yeah, that looks like a clearing over to the left. I'll drop down and watch them from there. Down! Yes, this is as good a vantage point as any. Now we'll see what happens. Uh-oh, they're getting impatient again. That means trouble. Yes, they're moving out of the brush toward the cottage. I think I'd better... What happened? Great Scott. Carter's coming out of the cottage with four native boys. He's going to face them. He can't do that. It's suicide. Oh, and look, they're shooting poison darts at him. He's firing. Carter! Go back, you fool! Go back! Carter! Now I'll have to take a hand. You beggars, try your poison dark on me. Come on. You with that spear. Come on, pitch it over the place. Yeah, didn't think I could catch it, did you? Watch out. Here it comes back at you. Oh, decided to gang up on me, have you? Okay, see how you like this. Take that. That'll take care of you. All right, stick around, you beggars. Don't tell me you've had enough. What are you running for? No, you can't take it, huh? I didn't think so. Well, now to get back to Carter. That's Clark Kent. That's funny. He's gone. Last time I saw him, he was halfway between the cottage and the jungle. Maybe he's in the cottage with the light on. Well, Mr. Carter, I... Great Scotty. He's stretched out on his bed, white as a sheet. Boy. Boy, what happened to him? Poison dart. What? Where did it hit him? In arm. This one. Let's get a look at it. Come on, rip the sleeve off, will you? Mm. Yes, I see it. Just a pinprick, but it's red and swollen. Uh. Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter, what can I do for you? Just tell me. Nothing. Nothing to do. All over soon. But there must be something... Some, some antidote, some medicine. Indians have medicine, but Facing slow but certain death as the venomous poison seeps into his bloodstream, John Carter can only gasp that the Darwan Indians have the only antidote. And so, once again, Kent is faced with the problem of getting an antidote for a native drug, but this time, minutes count. What can Kent, even as Superman, accomplish? Don't miss the next episode. Listen in with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman.
bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.